Hey, Lisa. Hey, what's up? I'm good. I'm good. Just, you know, it's that time. That time of the female month. And then things don't go well for anybody near me or myself. How are you? <laughs> I think I've been getting a lot of questions about our podcast and people being like, you guys have a podcast? You have a satin accessories business. You sell skincare and hair care. What are you doing with a podcast? Mm-hmm. So I think my main answer has been, it's a journal. I feel like it's a journal. We're kind of telling people all the struggles we've been through in the first year so that in the upcoming years, we can always refer to it and refer to like, yo, you had these problems in the first year and you solved them. Um, these, these are just buildups on them. And so they shouldn't be that difficult or tricky, but also I think it's also a great reference for people who haven't started a business or have. And like, you know, one notes on how you can start it with your friend or something. And that's exactly what it is. It's always good to be able to refer back, especially wasn't there a recent case now where you said something and I was like, remember, this is why we don't do that. <laughs> yes. And I, you have to remind me a lot when we do things like, remember, we made this mistake. You are stepping on the path of making this mistake again. Yeah, I know. Oh, I tend I tend to forget our mistakes, guys. I'm like, let's do it again. Yeah, and I also think like for other people, because there's so much gatekeeping with small businesses in South Africa. I don't know how it is anywhere else. But yeah, people don't tell you what they're going through in case you steal their ideas or you end up being in the same niche, whatever. So this way people will know, at least from our perspective, what they can expect and how much there's there's so much you think you know until you're in the industry or until you've started a business then you're like whoa whoa, whoa, what's going on here what's this so yeah but that's going to be an upcoming episode guys um on today's episode we are discussing social media and websites uh make sure you are following us on whether it's youtube spotify apple podcast google podcast any podcast uh, the link will be available either on our social media bios um or wherever you're listening to it right now uh, make sure you head on over to our website www.theatro.co.za go on to the blogs tab and you will find everything you need to make sure um that you get access to any one of our episodes and any of the resources because y'all know Kristen got you guys she may be a ghost but she's a friendly one call her Casper <laughs> bars no no I don't welcome those bars this may be the beginning of my rap career <laughs> no peace anyways let's get into it episode 4 Christy Social media, let's start with that, I think, so we have structure. Um, our social media journey. Take take me down it again. Remind me. Well, obviously we needed to market our product, right? We came up with the idea, we got samples, and then it was an issue of and we knew we wanted to target as well. But then we needed to to actually be where our target market was. And most of our target market, especially during that time in the pandemic, was on social media. They were online. So that is why we we started marketing on social media. Also, it was the cheapest way. Social media is free. 
and we didn't have to spend money on pamphlets, on ads in papers or magazines, any of that traditional advertising. Rent for a location. Woo, Jesus. <laughs> um, and then we started with Instagram. Instagram at the time was very much focused on all the prettiest, glossiest things, even during the pandemic. And I know they've changed up the algorithm a little bit now, but like you can, it's more how relatable, but also um, ideal, idealistic, relatable things. So at the time we started with Instagram and then because of the Instagram shop that we wanted to do initially, we didn't have a website. So we thought this was the way we were going to sell our items as well. And then we got Facebook. Which was a debate because we bro- we both didn't want Facebook. <laughs> so invasive. Uh, we got Facebook. Um, we didn't want Facebook, but actually for South Africa, especially for local businesses, it's quite useful. People go there first. But also people get scammed there first. So I was very against Facebook in the beginning. Yes. And then we also got Twitter. That didn't last. <laughs> no, that, that journey was very short. So short. You, Twitter, you have to be, you have to have the thicker skin for Twitter. And you have to realize that you will invite so much negativity. People will just quote your tweet and then be like, wow, I really don't like the way her hair looks. I think she could, yes. and then other people will, it's terrible. People will be like, at that price, I can get it for 20 rand at this particular store. I'm like, yo, Twitter is rough. Yeah, and because we were a business, we couldn't say, well, then go get it then. He was <laughs> alone. Why are you here? Why are you not at the shop right now getting your things for 20 rand? <laughs> we, we, we just can't respond in that way. And yeah, Twitter doesn't take things lying down. They will fight until it's dust. Stuff. We're not saying guys don't get Twitter. We're just telling you. For us, Twitter was rough. Yes, I still have a secret account. We have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, check out our competitors. Don't, don't let them know. They might be listening. Don't let them know. So we got LinkedIn as well, but at the time we didn't know how to use it. So it's dormant now, but. I have ideas. So we will we will start up there again. Yeah. And then later on with the whole TikTok boom, um, I think TikTok was big in America at that time, but then during the pandemic, like everyone just got it, especially with the fact that you can put longer videos on there and that it tends more towards um more towards advice and like daily life versus and also small small businesses versus other platforms like Instagram with its idealistic lifestyle, YouTube with much longer videos and so forth. We got TikTok and then we also got YouTube recently this year. YouTube mm-hmm. <laughs> YouTube um our YouTube was intended for longer videos, but content takes time. So you'll see a bunch of shorts on there. Um, and also our podcast. 
Pizza, take it away. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, definitely TikTok became such a big part of our social media. So we had all these other social medias in place, but it felt like we needed to perfect, um, Instagram. We needed to have perfect pictures and perfect this because people would feel as if we weren't real as a business without it. So TikTok then became really comfortable because we could show up in our natural form and people could believe us and accept the product and focus on the product itself and not on the fact that our hair wasn't done and our makeup wasn't done and all that. So then um, in terms of social medias, you'll see that our most active social media is definitely at the moment TikTok. And then our Instagram. Our Instagram is very, we try our best to stick to themes. We stick to structure. Our, our Instagram, I think, is very much more organized than our TikTok. Whereas our TikTok is more, um, there is a bit of planning behind it. Obviously, we don't just come out and just say whatever we want. But our TikTok is very much, um, as this, or me specifically, just kind of like discussing things with you guys and promoting our products. So why? A lot of people have asked why I'm the only person on our social medias and not Kristen. So Kristen, you'll see her in the photos for the photo shoots on social media, especially on Instagram. You'll see Christy's pictures a lot. Um, you won't see a lot of Kristen on TikTok videos unless I include her pictures or like a screen recording that I grab while she's not looking. She's like nodding her head right now. <laughs> Um, so yes, Kristen is not really somebody who enjoys being in front of the screen. Not to say that I enjoy being in front, but like, I think I have more of a, I enjoy talking more publicly. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I prefer, um, and then, so yeah, I make the social media. I think it's also easier for me because I feel like I, guys behind the scenes, I feel like I don't do that much. So especially with the daily runnings, I feel like I do more finance business stuff, but we'll talk about that more in a different episode. So taking over social media in terms of run, or like making content felt like this would give me more like obligations and duties towards the business. Cause the hatred requires social media requires so much consistency guys. And now that you've seen the journey of what social medias we have, I mean, now we only have YouTube, we have TikTok and Instagram, and then a Facebook page. And then LinkedIn is dormant, but Kristen has ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Twitter's gone. So social media is there. That is our main marketing strategy. Not to say that we don't market on web, on like, on like our personal WhatsApps. We market on our personal social medias, but like not really because we want to kind of keep it to the business. But I will say that my personal social media has a lot of the H word on it. Um, like I try to push it on to my friends and people that, cause I think I really had a social media that was very hair orientated in one of the episodes Kristen did mention in the inception phase that I had a hair Instagram account. So putting us on there just made sense because that entire demographic of followers for me was hair related. And so, yeah, that was social media. It was free. Um, and just like you just, Wi-Fi was the only thing. So I think that was the main thing. We, you'll notice our Instagram is not a shop Instagram. It's a business Instagram, but it's not a shop Instagram. And that's because guys, realistically, when not only did we need a Facebook account to turn it into a business account, after we had done that, we needed to have either Shopify or there's three other platforms that they give you as an option, but you need to pay over two grand 
Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Shopify. It was over two grand for these platforms. So we were like, financially, we are not in the position to pay for these platforms. Um, and cause, cause, cause our social media is also run by an app called Canva. We use Canva for our social media and we pay a yearly fee, um, for the business version of Canva. So when weighing out the options of, with business Canva, we can make content for any of our platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, rather pay that one point something grand or two grand for that a year than this for an Instagram shop account. Like it just, for us financially, when we weighed it, paying Canva made more sense than paying for Shopify or any of the other three platforms that Instagram offered us to pay. So guys, just so you guys know, realistically, if you're going to open a business or business version or shop version of um, Instagram, you need to have Facebook because with Facebook, you can create a catalog of your products. Um, so we did that process. And then afterwards we were like, we have to pay two point something grand for a, a, a platform that we're never going to use except for the shopping option on Instagram. For us, it felt like, no, we already have a website. There's a link for it in our bio. It's not necessary financially for us. Will we have it in the future? I don't know. So don't hold this against us now. <laughs> but yes, that's the situation. Um, and since I've already breached on it or touched on it, Kristen, website. Do you remember the website journey? I, I wanna, I wanna touch base on it quickly before you kind of say much. With the website, guys, what made us, wait, what made us actually get a website? Well, we needed to have more authority. People didn't trust us. Yes, yes. Yes. So once we needed a website, we learned that websites are expensive. We got quotations and we learned that websites are not for the broke. <laughs> so fortunately, um, it was the beginning of the pandemic. People were losing their jobs. And so certain platforms had recognized that people didn't have money. Um, so I found that in my local town, uh, at the time of Muscle Bay, that a local shop called Blitzdruck had an offer going where you could have a business e-commerce website and there is no upfront payment. You just start paying 500 Rand per month from the day you start. So there's no money that you pay upfront. It's just 500 Rand. Your website's up. You pick a theme. You pick a, I think they had like certain templates. So like Shopify has templates. They have templates and you paid 500 Rand a month and you were able to get a website. And that is what we went for in the beginning. And we paid the amount. We had a meeting with them online and we chose our themes. We put it together. I, <laughs> I don't, guys, please, I'm not trying to start trouble. There was a bit of, there was a one particular incident when we created our website, right? So we had this lady on the other side. I called her Kristen's wife. Kristen's wife, we chose the theme and then she didn't ask us if we had photos for our website. She kind of just decided what photos to use for our website. And because I had called guys, and I want to remind you, we're two different races, Kristen and myself. When we got to see our prototype website before it went live, it was all black people on there. And Kristen and I were like, but we didn't ask for these people on our website. And I, I was the first one to say it. I was like, Kristen, before you think, I didn't say all these black people must be on this way. Not to say it can't have black people, but like Kristen is first of all colored and Kristen has a completely different hair type than mine. So our products were then not just for 4C hair. It was for 4C, 3C, 2, whoever has curly wavy hair. So 
yeah, that was an experience. I think we were like, whoa, what's going on yeah. here? <laughs> what's, and I think that's when I was like, okay, Kristen, you take over the website. Like from now you will be running it behind and forward in every direction. And that's when Kristen took over our website and her wife and her had better communication than me. <laughs> Just having the website up there wasn't all that needed to be done. Um, during the pandemic, to get our website up and running, we needed to have a photo shoot. And Kristen took care of that. Then we needed to have blogs. Kristen took care of everything I'm mentioning right now. So I think it's better if she goes into um, how she helped us on her part with setting up our website. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so we had this website. By the way, at the time, we we were so naive and, and young. <laughs> and we didn't... Um, we thought, okay, we're paying 500 yen and this website belongs to us. And then later on, we found a price list for a full website and discovered that our type of website would be like 11,000 rand or something. And then we were, we were having kittens because we thought, does that mean we don't own the website? Like, can we not use it? Can we not move it to a different place or whatever? Do we have to pay the difference? We didn't have that kind of money. So we needed pictures um, of our products to put on the website. And at the time, we were Googling photographers and things. Yes. And I think Biza found a photographer. <laughs> yeah, you can say it anyway. I think she's cool with it. By the way, our photographer was not a product photographer. She's a landscaping, like building photographer. Um, but like we had a budget of only 3,000 rand. And photographers for products were like 10,000 rand, 15,000 rand. We had 3,000 rand at max. And so we decided to approach photographers who were not product photographers. And Charlene was amazing because of the pandemic. She was able to do it at 2,500 rand. Oh, I think it was less than that even. We'll, yeah, we'll check. Was, we'll check, we'll check. But like she did it for less, the cost. So we were so happy. We were happy and it was only like an hour that she took with our, our photos. I also want to say that we didn't know what product photography was. True. You to come across that term. Like, ah. Uh, You're like, can you take photos for us? What? Because we're this different photographers. What type? We're like, there's types? There's types? Yeah. What? And yes, be this right. The, the quotes were so ridiculous. Jeez. And it was just like, we, we, we told you that we were, we are small business and we just started and this is what you're quoting us. But obviously everyone has to eat, right? Jeez. They, we would have been gone. We didn't even have 15k. Like we didn't. Like we had just spent, I think at that point we had spent about 2.5 to get to that point mm. in time. And then we were like, Yo, if to spend what? How much? Like we just spent all this money on like samples for, from the suppliers. Like we don't have like 15k for a website photo shoot. What? Exactly. So that's how, so Pisa found the photographer, Charlene. Where did you find her by the way? Was it Instagram? I went on Future Females, the Facebook group. And I just typed in, hey guys, small business. We're just starting out. We want to get a website up. Um, if you're a photographer and you can work with a small budget, please reach out. And then a few photographers reached out in the future females group. And I just contacted them all. And Charlene came out as the most uh, cheapest version for us. All right. So we'll put that link to the group. 
kind of the same sort as well. She took an hour with the pictures. She listened to our ideas before and she invited us to do a mood board, all of those things. And she even sourced like, um, props was as well. We wanted flowers in there, maybe a bookcase type. She really did her best. She even bought from us as well, which was really nice. Oh my gosh, that was so amazing. She, I remember <laughs> she bought one of our bags and she was like, I loved your products as I took photos of them. They're so good quality. I remember screaming like Christy Right. That was that was a boost we needed from someone who didn't have to say that to us. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. So for her to buy from us because she loved our products, so I was like, oh. Yeah. Um okay, right, so that was the, the photo shoot, our first photo shoot ever. And I wasn't even in the room with her. We just waited outside. Pandemic, guys. Remember, we started this business in the pandemic. Me, guys, I don't know how a website runs. I tell Christy when I see a problem. I tell Christy when I want something changed. And then, like, that's all. I don't participate after that. <laughs> like, it's not a group project. <laughs> it's not. Right. So, let's look at the time. We also wanted blogs for, like, KK. Uh, you'll see that the blogs nowadays don't focus as much on AK. They're all AK blogs. But it's more, like lifestyle but that time it was heyke because that was what we were focusing on researching topics every time writing them and then sending them through to our website manager at the time to to put up so that so that we could have content on the blog as well knew nothing about writing for an audience or writing with keywords to attract more um, traffic nothing about that <laughs> None of that. Yeah. Like, it was so strange. Uh, we, but we wanted something that was a little more bulky that would give our customers more value. Because we had this website now, we were forced to get it. So we needed to use it to its fullest capacity if we could. Um, eventually we left Blitzstruck. And yes. Yes. We left Blitzstruck. And something's happened. No, I just want to say, guys, in case you guys, we're not, we're not, we're not hating on Blistrek. It was an amazing stepping stone, um, for a company that didn't have money to start off with 500 rand a month. That worked. That worked for us. It was what we needed at the time. Um, and then it allowed, it gave us room to work on getting money to then get a cheaper alternative where we now pay 50 rand a month. Yeah, 50. For our website, we pay 50 rand a month for our website now. That's just like server costs and stuff, um, email costs, things like that. So definitely having an official email address with a website, all those things. So Blistrick and what, and Kristen's wife, y'all did your thing. <laughs> y'all did your thing. I will say this. Our first website was a stepping stone. And I have to say, Christy, I've never said this before, but thanks for taking care of that because I was not in my element. It was not my element. Social media. So guys, if you ever want to know who runs our websites and everything website related and who you're talking to in emails, it is Kristen. Spook, spook. The spook, yes. Uh, the spook, the ghost. And then in terms of social media, you are most likely speaking to myself. Um, and that is it for social media and websites. Kristen, do you want to add anything? Um, not really. I would just like to say that I'm also not in my element. But you have, <laughs> you like to be like 
Yo. You throw me in the deep end. Can I just say, guys, if I don't know something, I go, Christy, you got this. <laughs> that is me. I'm like, Novisa, you don't know this. Kristen knows it. It's fine. All right, let's end it off here. So, Kristen, I'll see you next week or the week after or the week after that. Or <laughs> the week after that. <laughs> I think your dogs need you. Tatins. Bye. <laughs>